The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Rapper Charlie, the show that's a podcast because it'd be stupid to quit now. My name is Jason. That's Kevin. Kev, what's up, bud? It would be stupid to quit. Now, part <laughs> of the real lazy person who doesn't like doing things inside me is like, maybe you should just quit doing it. But I'm like, I'm so far into it. I wouldn't ever. But I just like, I always, anything I do, I always try to find ways out of yeah, in my head. And I'm I feel like I'm not going to act on it. But like, uh, but like, um, Sometimes if I'm if I'm if I have something I have to do like like I'm making plans sounds great but then actually following through on plans it, it was just the worst now so like um I will do things like that I would not normally do just to not do the thing that I a month ago did want to do it's it's crazy man um, I wonder if that's de- I, that's depression I think that's what I think that's what causes that I don't want to think about that let's not. <laughs> maybe you're right but i you know uh it's one of those things like when you think something's wrong with you you should go to the, uh, a doctor but it's like it could be bad i'd rather just not know i do that same thing man hey let me does your wife every little thing she's like should i should i call the doctor or should i go to the doctor and tell she's you re- she every- has a doc well we both have a doctor but she has a really good relationship with our doctor and they yeah. like she loves her doctor so yeah, she goes there all the time for for everything. They're way more into. Uh, oh, and you uh, you guys have like free healthcare there. See, that's that's one. Okay, so this is a real dumb thing that I do. Um, I I I worry about that I'll find out I have something, and I just kind of want to be ignorant to it because it, for no good reason. I'm just an idiot. Um, but then I start thinking about oh man, like what here in America that can break you. Like if you get sick with something that can ruin your life because america is the best it is insane down here um so like that's another thing that really crosses my mind when i oh man i have this weird pain in my shoulder do i need to go to the doctor or it yeah it's depressing to talk about it's depressing this is bumming me out let's talk about something happy real quick before he dives into the song sounds good okay so so uh listeners you're listening to this and it's like nearish the end of march when we're recording this through time travel it is uh february 11th and a few days ago wheelco you know the band wheelco jason mm-hmm. uh announced uh tour listeners you can't see me but i'm doing quotation marks tour because it's only two cities uh of their anniversary shows for yankee hotel Foxtrot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Jason, you are going to these shows. Well, here's yes, I am going to Friday and Saturday. Um, they added Sunday. I'm not going to go to that. I, I, I just, I can't. Uh, like, my, my wife would kill me. I, I'm surprised she didn't kill me for going to two of them. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to those. I'm super excited about. It. I'm bummed out because I really was hoping. You like laid the bad news on me. I was I was like, oh man, Kevin can come, and so then I you you guys still can't now travel or actually minutes ago. Like so, it's uh, we start recording at eight thirty at night on Fridays. It's eight fifty four right now because it's our second episode. But like at eight twenty five, my wife saw a link from CTV, a news article mm-hmm. uh, about that uh, Canada is uh, inside sources say Canada is going to lift the uh, restrictions for fully vaccinated travelers coming 
uh, into uh, from the United States. Wait, uh, did, did the truckers do it? Did they, did they cause it? I, I I'm not talking about the truckers. Okay. And right. mandates are going to be lifted anyways, and it's a little frustrating that they did it right now. Be lifted, and these people are like, "Oh, we did it," and it's like, "Well, no, you guys didn't do it. It's just the cases are going down." Um, but yeah, we couldn't. You could. Uh, come up from the states if you're Canadian in, back into Canada, but it was a bit of a pain. You had to have like a negative uh, test that had to be like it couldn't be a rapid test. It had to be like a um, the other type of test, the antigen test or, or whatever PCR. PCR I think they're I called. Know. Yeah, yeah. So and, and those are expensive. And then what? Ha- and if you get a positive case, then you're stuck in the U.S. for 11 days. What do you mean they're uh, expensive? Like here in America, you you won't get tested. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Uh, I think if you, it depends on the type of test. Uh, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know about that. Maybe they're not. But what would, would the reason I wouldn't travel to the States right now is because if I did get a positive test, then I'm stranded in the U.S. Uh, for yeah. 11 days. Yeah. Um, and uh, where do I stay? What do I do? I got COVID. Who's going to take me up? Uh, what would happen to me if I was in the States for 11 days? Like, I'd probably, you know, you know, start, you know, uh, dressing like uh, the Statue of Liberty and like uh, talking about um, Andrew Jackson. And um, hey, you'd be warm for 11 days. That's what would happen. Actually, it, I think the show is in April, the 22nd and 23rd. Or, and I would also be stuck in North Dakota, uh, trying to cross back into Canada. So uh, I don't know if I'd be warm in North Dakota. If you've ever been in North Dakota, no offense to any of your listeners from North Dakota. I know we got that one guy who grew up in Fargo. Um, but uh, um, North Dakota, kind of a, a, a desolate place, especially by the time you get up north by the border. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to be living on the streets of North Dakota for... 11 days so um, do they have like hotels and stuff there that they if, if you that they pay for you to stay in or do you have to you have to, do you have to stay there? I, I think because uh, they wouldn't let me in and america's not going to take care of me america won't even take care of their own citizens they're not, yeah. sure not going to take care of a canadian that can't get back <laughs> in so uh, i'm assuming i just have to pay for a hotel and but and then okay so if i'm positive my wife's positive and she travels with me all the time so our dogs are in the kennel for 11 extra days uh, it's just, it's just oh, logistic. Yeah. And then it's 11 days off work, uh, because I wouldn't travel to my work computer. So I wouldn't be able, it's just a logistical nightmare. Um, so, but that's apparently going to be lifted. So I can go to the States, uh, at the end of February and of March. I can't remember what the article said, but soon. So I don't know, maybe I will go. Here's the thing. And this is what I kind of want to talk about with, with these concerts is I know you're excited and I'm excited. And if, if it was easier for me to get to these shows, I'd, I'd definitely be in Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is my all time favorite record. Um, I feel like I've heard every song from Yankee Hotel Foxtrot live before, at least a couple times. Um, I would almost be more interested in like being there 25th anniversary or something like that, or pro- it's probably more than that now. 26. 27th, 26. Yeah. Uh, um, just because you don't hear those songs live as often. Um, but w- if, if I don't go and I hear that Wilco has played cars, can't escape a magazine called sunset, the good part, um, any of those songs, Bob Dylan's beard, like if, if uh, I, I'd be heartbroken, I'd be upset with myself. So um, maybe I'll go. Maybe I won't. Chicago's so far away. And then the other shows are in New York and New York. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's too scary. I'm too scared. To go. It's, it's intimidating. <laughs> uh, um, 
Chicago's nice though. I, I love Chicago. So uh, I'd love to go, but uh, it's just, it's so pricey to fly and it's like 12 hours to drive, which is just a little long. Apparently the roads you got to pay for. It. I don't know how that works. Man, I have, you know how that works. Let me know. I have a thing that I, I like I, with all my favorite records. I, I always want the band to have a show where they play that record. Just they play that record straight through. Yeah. Um, and this year, year and a half or so, a lot of my favorite records turned 20. And I really wanted them to, to go tour, but obviously with COVID. And then, one, uh, and then one of the bands was going to be at Riot Fest, which I didn't end up going to, but they were going to be there. And they were going to play their, my favorite record, one of my favorite records, straight through. They're, that's what they're going to do because it was the 20th anniversary. Um, this is all just, but so so the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I'm I'm really looking forward to that because I've always I I love the idea of a band, uh, playing a whole record. Yeah, and it will be. It'll absolutely be cool to hear. I'm trying to break your heart into camera, into radio gear, into war on war. Right, like hearing the songs in that order because you if you see the band in concert, you might hear five or six of those songs live on on any given night, but to hear them all in order. Uh, w- would be special. And the last time the band did something like this, Jason, was at Solid Sound 2017. They'd had that, I don't know if you remember, you would have seen it on social media at the time, the poll. So fans could vote for which album the band would perform live in concert and being there won. So when they performed being there, they did it true to the record. So some songs like the way they play Misunderstood Now is different than on the album but they rearranged the song and broke it down and learned how to do the album version of the song. So they did a very faithful recreation. Oh, that's cool. And then they did Yankee Hotel Foxtrot as a encore, but the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot was just like how they do those songs live now. So I wonder if when they do the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot tour, if they'll do like their modern day live versions of the songs, or if they'll like, rearrange them back to their original versions, like bring out a string quartet for, um jesus etc or or at least sample those keys because you don't normally hear that now nels would play that those parts kind of on his lap steel right but i mean since it's, since it's such a limited run of shows maybe they are and, and, and it's just in two places it, uh maybe they are having a string quartet come in and play because yeah, yeah you'd get a few uh, you know on reservations as well and yeah um yeah that'd be oof. i'm very excited be to see really this though cool. so i'm uh but Here's that's... what: If I don't go, I want you to just FaceTime me, and uh, I'll just watch the whole concert from your front. I can pocket. do that. I can do that if you want. Yeah, I think that's the best way to enjoy life. <laughs> okay, I can do that if you want. Now, uh, one last thing about this that I wanted to ask you: I was going to text you about uh, because the um, I don't mind. I hope hopefully people don't mind us bantering for too long, especially when it's yeah, Wilco related. Uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of drama with these shows, though, Jason. Yeah, people I were saw... upset about the ticket buying experience. I thought the ticket buying experience was fine. I get it, you know. Um, so what happened to me? My brother and I work together. My brother's going to the shows with me, and um, so we had to buy four tickets and for two for two shows. So he took Saturday, I took Friday, and we both made sure, made sure to go in and buy a ticket for each one. I mean, four four tickets for each one. So we got in there, and as soon as the page loaded, like as soon as it was time uh, to buy the tickets on the presale, um, the interface is kind of convoluted. So, like, in order to even see the tickets, you had to put 
uh, reservations up in the promo code thing, which I it took us both a couple minutes to do that. But by the time you got past that, um, it was like you had a uh, you were like number sixteen hundred in line or something like that, yeah. and. Uh, so you just had to sit there and wait and it had this little progress bar. It was really frustrating because it was, they, they made the bar super long. So it just made you feel like it was super long, but you had to, had this little guy walking and uh, there's no point to that because I think I was like three quarters of the way through the bar when I got kicked into the lobby. So um, it, that, that bar wasn't even measuring anything, but anyhow, um, I didn't think it was that bad. We had to wait. I think it took like 45, 50 minutes, maybe, maybe an hour to get through and that's crazy but i mean what um, we were just sitting there like we were working so we yeah, just had a window it's not like you were the, the old days i remember <laughs> just once when i was a kid buying concert tickets in person and like hundreds of people are lined up trying to get concert tickets yeah uh, from ticket from a Ticketmaster outlet and like that was terrible but i i know i people online were upset because there was like as soon as concert tickets went online people were selling them on the used market oh really uh, inflated prices and i just it's not the band's fault. It's absolutely, you know, the promoters. But at this point, it's 2022. How can we not have like something against scalpers, right? We do. I, 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 but but no, we well, not for this show. Like like why isn't it not just um, every show now? You have to show, you know, the the only person who can pick up the tickets has to be the person who bought the tickets or, or something like that, right? Which I know is inconvenient for some people, but I think would overall be a force of good um, compared to the what it is now where people just buy tickets and immediately sell them for a profit, right? Yeah, that's really frustrating when that happens. But um, th- we do have laws against that, though. It's called scalping. Like, it, it's not... Uh, it's against the law, for sure. Um, I wasn't so much talking about laws, and I don't think it's against the law because... Uh, um, uh, StubHub, that's their whole business model is is off that. But um, well, it's uh, I, I meant just like processes in place, like a, a like procedure. Like so, when I went, the, the only time this has ever happened to me, I went saw Neil Young in 2019, and they were like no exchanging for tickets or anything. They were very upfront about that. And when I had to go, they didn't mail me my ticket. I had to go in that afternoon. I'm sure you could do it when the doors open too for the concert and uh show them my id and somebody had an envelope with my name on it and gave me my ticket so like you you couldn't go and list them online you had to pick them up that day um so you if if you wanted to go and buy 10 tickets and sell them on stubhub or or ebay or wherever after um you wouldn't be able to do that or you wouldn't be able to sell them to like an hour before the concert which good luck trying to make that sale right yeah yeah well, on this episode, we're covering the lonely one, right? I we, we talked for so long there that I kind of forget if it, what episode. Yeah, we we're, we're actually the, we've skipped the lonely one now because <laughs> and we're into the the thanks I get. No, we are talking about the lonely one, uh, Jason. Uh, so this is a being there song, yeah. um, uh, disc two of being there. How do you feel about this song? So it's uh, I don't know. It's probably five minutes long, right? It, the beginning of it is kind of a slog, but once Jeff starts singing, I think it's dope. I like, um, but it starts off real slow, real quiet, and now it doesn't ever get loud. Don't get me wrong, but it starts off exceptionally quiet. It, it, it's it just makes a bit of a slog there at the beginning, but it makes up for it in, in the end. That's what I think about the song. So, 
I love this song lyrically because it it ties into the whole theme of the record. But musically and melodically, I think it's always, and I don't hate it or anything like that. But I think it might be my least favorite song on Being There. Um, I just I remember when I was getting into this album. This is one of the songs that people talked about a lot as like one of the highlights from the album. And and to me, it's just it's always been kind of a sappy song uh, and not one I ever particularly gravitated to. Well, if you want to go to abcwilk.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important of which is by leaving a rating review on Apple Podcasts or by following us on Spotify. Yes, that's it's following. Uh, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be a big help. Let's jump into this song and find out why Kevin hates Wilco now. See, the song's playing. It's just super quiet. Very quiet. Very quiet. It is the second to last song from the album. So after this, just for context, is the kind of barn burner um, Dreamer My Dreams. Some cool strings here for sure. Yeah. You know, if nothing else, like this. Um, so this is their sophomore album. This it's impressive that they did this, like, all the stuff they do like this on their second album. Now I know they were in other bands and there were other records, yeah. cool. but I mean, as a band, they worked so well together that they were able to write stuff like this on their second album. On their second album, especially after the first album being kind of I love I love AM, but it's a little bit of a basic rock yeah. record, and this is is quite a bit away from that for sure. Yeah, the um. After the show, yeah, here we go. We walked right past. Arms reached out. Who do you think this song is about? <sighs> I, I, I just the way you asked that in your voice, I want to say Neil Young just because. <laughs> uh, so that's always who I've assumed it's about, but I don't think Jeff has ever said. And it, it's very possible that it's just not about anyone in particular. Like it's not, but to me, it kind of lines up to be. Neil Young, especially Jeff, came of age in the eighties. So when he's talking about like a, 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 the, the bad record reviews and he wrote your defense, uh, that very much is fitting of Neil Young in the eighties. They kind of struggled. It's a really pretty song, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, really it, it's it's super pretty. Yeah. And, and like I said, I, I don't hate this. I like this song, but it's just, um, to me, I guess I'm just, I'm so excited to get to Dreamer in My Dreams. And this song just, it's just a little bit too slow for the, um, for what oh, I know. Oh, just love his voice there, though? The lonely, it's how, like, raspy, oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, young Jeff Tweedy's voice. Oh. I love the pedal steel in this song, too. Just add some, like, sorrow to the song, some melancholy. Maybe not sore, melancholy. A little bit of an infinite sadness, if you will. Uh, I said melancholy, not melancholy. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, the critics fan are in your defense. It's Neil. So, this is where it gets to be a little long. <laughs> How far into the song are we? Um, I don't know. Really. We are about 60% of the song. 
Remember having to go home and check your messages on a machine? Like, or at least your parents doing that? No, um, actually, I grew up with my grandparents, and they didn't have a answering machine. And oh wow! I didn't have I didn't have one, and so. Can't even imagine. It sounds nice though. You are the lonely one. So, so being there is an album about music, right? Like virtually every song in the album is tied into like being a musician on the road or being an amateur musician or um, uh, that. And this is a very important song because uh, for the record for that theme because this is from the fans' perspective. So it's cool hearing a song from a songwriter written about being a music fan. You don't get that a lot. Um, sounds like you kind of love the song, Kev. It I, sounds like I, you I, love I the do song. like it. I <laughs> I do like it a lot. It's I guess I guess I've especially when I was like young and I was discovering being there. Uh, I was just impatient to get to Dreamer My Dreams, and this song is just like, hold on, we gotta get. And it, it felt like a chore getting through this song, but listening to it now, like. Well, it's a pretty good song. I, yeah, man, it's a good song. I, it, it's it's a little long, and it's um, it does start off a little slow, but like it fits the song how it starts off. So it, I don't mind. I I, I really like the song. Um, it is not going to make any kind of lists or anything for me, but I, I really like the song. It adds a lot to the album too, with diversity to like just the the sonic landscape of the record. Right, you get like that song plus a rocker like Monday, and I got you. Plus, like, uh, um, you know, a more um, artsy songs like um, uh, Misunderstood or Sunken Treasure. And it, it's, it makes it a, a bigger, more uh, colorful palette of songs, uh, which I appreciate. Um, Jason, one thing we should mention just for thoroughness, but I don't want to listen to it because, A, I didn't tell you to uh, prep it. And, B, it, 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 I don't know how necessary it is, but there is an alternate version of the song, an alternate studio version of the song. Um, that's now on Alpha Mike Foxtrot, but it originated on a 10 inch called All Over the Place, and it's the White Hen version. And uh, it's the uh, same song, but they um, put like um, they recorded themselves walking to, do you know what something called? Oh, I guess White Hen. Do you know what White Hen is? Is that like a convenience store in the US? Not in the oh. area I live in, at least. So th- th- they walked to White Hen. Uh, for cigarettes Uh, maybe it's a cigarette store um uh and then walk back and then cut up the tape and mixed it all up and uh so there's like the the ambient noise uh underneath uh the song um and it's cool but this version's a superior version it's got the pedal steel and it's got the strings well cool man if you want to go to avcwoke.com find all the ways to support the show you can buy T-shirts, do all that good stuff. But the most important way is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast or giving us a follow on Spotify. Really helps the show grow with uh, thirty some odd episodes left to go. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. I have links up in my doobly-doo up there in the Instagram to uh, go find any of my other stuff I'm involved in. Um, on the next episode, we are covering the thanks I get off of AM Rockin' Song. It is not off AM, Jason. Incorrect. It is too. No, it's not. Which album is this off of? It's a Sky Blue Sky era, like, B-side. 
I okay. I, I, we'll I, dive I, into it in the next episode. Yeah. Until then, every little thing's gonna tear you apart. <laughs>